Well, good morning and welcome to Noah's Window. I'm Mary Alice Hoover, and Mark and I have been talking about the Christmas story, different components of it from the Bible. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the wise men and about the fact that they were chasing the star, chasing the light. Um, there's a lot of things that we don't know about the wise men. There's much um, uh, speculation and uh, there's many traditions. Tradition says there were three. The Bible doesn't tell us that there were three. There were three gifts that they brought, but it doesn't tell us how many of the wise men there were, just that there were multiples and there were wise men. It does tell us that they were coming in response to a prophecy. We believe most probably during the time that Daniel was in captivity in Babylon, he had written the prophecy concerning the Messiah and had left that behind. And here we are hundreds of years later, and these wise men have studied this prophecy and uh, because of the prophecy, they're coming looking for a newborn king, which the Jews weren't even looking for, even though they had the scripture, they had the same prophecies there, uh, but they weren't looking for this newborn king, but the wise men were. So it's a wonderful story. I'm going to read just a little section of it in Matthew chapter two. I hope you'll go there and read that account. But let's jump in at verse nine. And it says, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, uh, maybe later we'll talk about the significance of those three gifts, but today I want to talk about the light, the star. Um, oh my goodness, um, <clears throat> I, I, um, I don't like darkness. I don't know about you. There's so many things we could talk about here. I, they lived in a place of darkness, a place that didn't know our God, a place um, that that had been ruled in, in essence by darkness for a very long time. And you think about Daniel's influence there so many years before that, uh, when he was carried into captivity into that area, it wasn't his fault. He wasn't guilty. Uh, but because of the sins of their country, he was taken into captivity. Now, in our modern day, we could we could even stop and talk about that for a while right now because there are many of us who are God followers and and of course we are all sinners and and we all have some responsibility for where our country is today. But many of us are with all our heart are, are trying to follow the Lord and yet we're in a country that clearly is under the judgment hand of God. So uh, what shall we do with that? Uh, shall we retreat in in uh, bitterness and despair? That is what Daniel did. Daniel, even in captivity, even as, in essence, a prisoner, he served God there, and he um, carried God's light and God's message to those people. And as a result, hundreds of years later, he's still having influence on them. So hope will be influence, influencers here during these dark days. But um, darkness, has a, darkness has a sadness and a, um, almost an evil in itself, the darkness does. And I don't like darkness. I don't know about you, but I don't like darkness. And I want to share with you um, a little bit of a, um, an insight into um, something that happened 10 years ago about this time. Uh, and I just want to read you something that was written on December the 21st, 2010. And I'm just going to read it to you, then I'll explain it to you. Um, the title on this little few paragraphs is The Darkest Night in 400 Years. Tonight will be the darkest night in almost 400 years. That's what my husband told me as he sat down in a seat next to me. The last ones to board, we just barely made it to our seats before the door closed. 
Mark had been downstairs in the Atlanta airport talking with a family member who wanted to try to encourage him in this very difficult time. There was only a short window of time for that to happen, so Mark had to run to make it back to the gate in time. As Mark told me about the lunar eclipse that was about to occur that night, December 21, 2010, the look in his eyes said what he didn't say out loud. This truly is the darkest night for us. Long nights and short days are something we talk about often. In the middle of the winter, with darkness upon us before 6 p.m., Mark will often say, if this were June, we would still be waiting for it to cool off so we could take a walk. As soon as the summer solstice has passed, Mark begins commenting the days are getting shorter and before long we'll be in the dark by 5.30. Why is it that sunlight is so important, not just to us, but to everyone? There are a multitude of scientific and physiologic reasons that we're told we need sunlight, but for us, it means clarity, opportunity, encouragement, and most of all, we always associate daylight with God's presence and comfort. Where God is, there is no night. In the darkness, we can't see. We don't understand. There's no comfort there. That's where we were, in the darkness. And maybe that's where you feel like you are today, in the darkness. I know we, we felt that 10 years ago, Mark had a nervous breakdown, and, and he couldn't function. He couldn't, he couldn't preach. He, he couldn't carry on a very good conversation. He was um, in a very dark place, and it was very hard for us. We didn't know what the future held. We didn't know if we would be able to come back. We didn't know. We just didn't know what was going to happen. There was so much uncertainty. Um, and so it just seemed almost like an exclamation point on our uh, difficulty when the winter solstice brought with it a lunar eclipse, and it was the darkest night in almost 400 years. But you know what? God brought us through that. And we did see the light come back. And it's interesting to me that in 2020, we're going to have a very different winter solstice. Instead of it being the darkest night in almost 400 years, we're about to experience the brightest night in 800 years. I don't know if any of you have seen the news items that have been showing up in our news feeds, or maybe it's on the television broadcast, I don't know. But with the winter solstice next week, what we're going to see is a convergence of some planets in such a way that many call it the Bethlehem star. So it's kind of fitting that we're talking about the wise men. I don't know that this was a star they followed, but it, isn't it interesting that it, this particular occurrence is going to light up the sky in such a fantastic way that we haven't seen in 800 years. So I hope you'll be watching for that on December the 21st, 2020. So the light that we need, all of us, because we are in days of uncertainty and difficulty, and there are many who are sick, some are dying. It's a very difficult time right now. Um, but you know what, what happened when the wise men came? They came following a star, but that star was shining on the light of the world. You know, in John chapter 8, verse 12, uh, Jesus said, he's speaking to the people, by the way, he's speaking in the temple, so he's teaching the people. There are also very many religious leaders there. But Jesus is talking, and he says, um, Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because, and I hope when you're reading the scripture, always stop and, and think about when you see that word because, because it's telling us something. Because, let's back up. You won't have to walk in darkness. Let's back up again. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. Isn't that exciting? In days of uncertainty, in days of darkness, perhaps in days of judgment, 
we can follow the light of the world, Jesus Christ, and he can shine through us in this dark place. I hope that each of us as Christ followers will be focused on on looking to that light and following that light. And as we do that, that light will in turn shine through us in this very dark world. And and we need to be doing that um, so that others can be reached with this light. But isn't that wonderful that we don't have to walk in darkness? We don't have to. All we have to do is follow the Lord and he will, he will give us the light that leads to life. I hope that encourages you in your walk today, in your world today, whatever's going on in, in your life. Um, we need to follow the light and he will bring clarity and comfort and guidance, all those things. And most of all, he will bring us life, eternal life, if we look to him. I hope that is what you're doing even today. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, what an honor it is. Uh, to know that you are the light that leads to life and that leads to eternal life and that Jesus Christ came to die for us so that we could be forgiven of our sins and that we could have eternal life and that that, uh, we have so much to look forward to, even though the days that we're living in seem very difficult and uncertain. Thank you for that certainty that you bring to us, that light that you bring to us, that comfort and clarity. For those that are watching today, only you know, Father, all the things that the different ones are, are facing today. And you even know what's in the future that they don't know yet. And I just pray that you would guide each person, that you would bless each one. Give them comfort and clarity. Give them light today to follow in this difficult time. And I just pray your blessings on each one, each family. May your will be done in our lives for your glory and honor. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I pray God's blessings on you this day. I hope if you have any questions or comments that you'll share with us. If you text uh, talk to us to 97,000, we would love to hear from you. And thank you to those of you who have been uh, talking to us. We appreciate that. So one more time, we're looking forward to seeing you the next time as we talk more about the Christmas story. God bless. See you soon.